0: Welcome to the You Collective podcast. Today with us is Carla Magana Figueroa. Carla, welcome as our Pathmaker. Thanks so much Joyce, happy to be here. So tell us about you and your path to date. Yeah, absolutely. So
1: by day, I'm a senior consultant at Ernst & Young. I work with financial services clients on a range of of topics and projects. Um, My passion projects outside of work really revolve around educational opportunity and economic empowerment. I'm the co-chair of the Junior Leadership Board for Sponsors for Educational Opportunity, which gives underserved uh, minority students professional and career opportunities opportunities. And I also sit on the board of trustees of the Bronx Lighthouse Charter School. So I do a a range of of volunteering outside of work. Um, When I'm not volunteering or at work, I like to participate in running series. I like to make my best but failed attempts at making my mother's delicious Mexican food. Um, and I, I like to read long form journalism. So on Saturday mornings, I'll probably, you'll probably see me with a, a cover of the Atlantic or New York mag, um, you know, diving into that. So uh, I try to, to balance
0: things and, and unplug when I can. So what was the journey to New York? How did you get here? Yeah. So as
1: I mentioned, um, one of my projects is or passion projects is sponsors for educational opportunity or SEO. And the reason for that is that I was able to land my first internship with uh, with IBM doing financial analysis. Uh, So SEO, again, pairs uh, minority candidates with uh, professional opportunities. And I got very lucky um, and was able to intern um, at, at IBM um, in, in the finance division. Um, so that's kind of how I got my foot in the door in New York. And then during my, my summer, I had a really exceptional vice president, um, Brian Mulata, who I know you're familiar with, who really gave me the opportunity to sharpen my presentation skills and really made me defend my analysis. And I came to realize that that was the part of my job that I enjoyed the most. So after graduating I actually made the the shift to consulting where I still got to use a lot of those analysis skills but I got to to work with clients and you know I'm still doing that today and I find it I find that it keeps me kind of on my toes and and it makes me think on my feet a lot so I really enjoy the fast pace of it
0: and as you look at your career to date and um and that the path you have, uh, what are some of the things that you found challenging along the way?
1: Yeah, um, I found a bunch of things challenging. So I, I think there's just a learning curve to joining the professional world, uh, That I did not anticipate after my internship. So, you know, just getting adjusted to little things like getting onboarded at a client um, were totally new to me. Whereas, you know, now I've had three different clients. So I'm used to that process all the time. So just really diving into an area where I hadn't really worked before um, was a little challenging. I think for me, just because I'm a woman of color, I think my background was a little different than some of the people I, I've i traditionally worked with. So for me, I, I had to really think about how to be true to myself and stay authentic while, communi- while communicating with people and connecting with people who were completely unlike me. And I've actually found that, you know, that difference has been a great opportunity to connect with people. You know, people are always super interested in my Mexican background and the time that I spent abroad in China in undergrad. So I've actually found that those those difference points can actually be great points of inflection to to connect with people. Um, and then I, I think that the third thing is is really challenging myself to, you know, to find balance. I don't know that, you know, I I don't know that I necessarily believe that there's such a thing as work-life balance, but really integrating you know, my work life into my my personal aspirations, trying to to make sure that I not only deliver exceptional work at my clients, but also make sure that, you know, I'm in touch with my family and my loved ones and people that I care about. Uh, So keeping all of those things in sync has been really important to me and has really made me think about how to squeeze every every ounce of every minute um, out of my day. So those have presented really good learning opportunities for me. That's
0: great. So let's go back to what you mentioned uh, a little bit more on kind of a philosophical level. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's a big question that a lot of people ask themselves, which is in the world of lots of information in a world with lots of social media, and busy lives, uh, professional Mm -hmm. lives, and and personal lives. How does one stay authentic, especially Mm -hmm. uh, for the younger generation? Yeah, so I think that some of the best advice
1: that I've gotten in this realm is, you know, there will often be alum at all kinds of institutions of higher education who are, you know, in their 60s or 70s or 80s, And what they do is they'll write letters to people who are in their 20s and 30s about things that they wish they would have done differently. And no one ever says, I wish I would have worked longer or worked harder. They always say, I wish I would have, you know pursued my passions more, or I wish I would have spent time, more time with my loved ones. So at my, at a core, the way I try to focus my priorities and being authentic and really pursuing my passions is, you know, what am I going to be proud of 40 or 50 years from now? Is it going to be that, you know, I worked for an extra hour at midnight, or that I took the time to listen to a friend who is encountering a difficult problem? Right. So I think just having the long view on priorities is really important to centering what your value system is and to to staying authentic and true to yourself.
0: And at different juncture of your journey into your professional life and and then continue to progress, how do you make the decisions? In transitioning to different opportunities, I mean those are, you know, important decisions, and you know, oftentimes people uh, struggle in some mm-hmm. ways to find what is the right path. Is it left? Is it right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, h- how do you navigate that? Yeah, I
1: think you can't be driven by fear. I think decisions that get made based on fear usually don't result in you know in in good outcomes i think you have to ask yourself well like what's the cost benefit analysis right if i'm an investment banker but i want to become a musician right am i going to be able to afford that lifestyle i think i take a bit of a, a rational uh, perspective to to decision making when it comes to big junctures, but at the same time, you know, are you afraid or are you fearful because it's really going to challenge you? Because, you know, you might learn a lot because you might stumble and grow a lot. And if it's, you know, if it's a rewarding, if it's going to be a rewarding opportunity, and that's why, you know, you're kind of hesitating, then then maybe, you know, maybe it is a, a good thing for, for you to, to kind of grow. So I think I, I treat it as kind of a, an equilibrium between being rational about expectations and, and you know, being able to, to have the kind of lifestyle that you want, but also really pushing yourself to grow and asking
0: yourself what the motivation is at the end of the day. So let's talk about impact. Uh, you devote time outside of work was a couple organizations and one of those organizations is sponsors for educational opportunity and the other organization is Bronx Lighthouse Charter School. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the second experience. How did you get involved? What is the impact that you're making there?
1: Yeah, so I think with all of my volunteer opportunities, I try to think about well, what's my skill set and am I gonna be able to action, you know, in my role? Am I gonna have a really good um net positive effect for the organization and with Bronx lighthouse it's um, it's a phenomenal lighthouse it's a phenomenal charter school up in the Bronx they do amazing work with first generation low-income and minority students through an arts uh, an arts based curriculum so for me that's really important as a supporter of the liberal arts I really like their curriculum um, as someone on the board of trustees I kind of get to put a managerial hat on when I When I go to the school, not only do I get to use my experience with working with clients and trying to problem solve, but I also get to learn uh, more how to think like a manager because I'm kind of taking, you know, a 10,000-foot view into what's going on at the organization and trying to more so guide than do the the day-to-day execution on the ground. So it's been a great learning opportunity to think more like a nonprofit leader think more like a CEO um, and to, you know, be able to give back to a really wonderful community in the Bronx who really needs the the type of quality education that the kids at Bronx Lighthouse are receiving.
0: That's phenomenal. And how did you get involved in the first place? Uh, uh, Through contacts. It's funny, through friends who also
1: volunteered at SEO. So... You know, I think it's super important to stay alert and to always try to try to help folks. I, I have a general rule which is you know, if someone asks me to do some sort of interview to uh, put together help them with your resume or do uh, you know just help on any level unless i'm super overwhelmed. I say yes um, and then you know I find that people uh,
0: loop me in on on opportunities that they have come up let's talk about leadership uh, what's leadership to you
1: That's a tough one. I think for me, you know leadership is just really. Getting stuff done, (laughs) which I know is uh, is really simplistic, but at the end of the day, you know, I don't, I'm not the person at the front of the room, you know, pounding on the podium, stomping. I'm just not that individual. For me, when I think of leadership, I think of being a driver. How do you move things forward? How do you, you know, affect change? How do you make things happen? So I always try to to take an execution view on leadership, but also, you know, just just being comfortable with the, the decisions that you make. And, uh, you know, I found that anytime I make the right decision, even if it's painful, I never regret it. I never come back to it and say, I wish I would have done this differently. I wish I would have presented material, you know, a, a different way. So, so to me, it's it's really just being execution focused while, you know, trying to be as authentic um, and and realistic about things.
0: And last question for you, and this is uh, related to uh, your work um, and what you have observed. Um, so, SEO and the Bronx Lighthouse Charter Schools um, are organizations that uh, provide educational infrastructure uh, and help to allow underserved students and minority students to have opportunity to succeed uh, and help them to gain those opportunities. And you mentioned uh, about you know, individual um, who is a minority and mm-hmm. having done a lot of great work um, and have a successful path so far, what's the advice that you would give to underserved students or minority students uh, who might be struggling today in school or on the opposite end who are quite successful? What would you tell them to find opportunities to make impact? Mm -hmm. I would say to take every opportunity
1: presented to you. I was very fortunate that when I got to college, I had a phenomenal advisor who just sent me every kind of scholarship, fellowship, you name it, my way, and I signed up for everything. And one thing really led to another. Um, So that's how I really got, you know, my foot in the door in financial services um, and all these different, wonderful organizations that, that I'm involved with. So I would just say, like, really take the opportunities and also just be confident. I think that being confident is really difficult, but I, I found that I'm the most confident when I'm the most prepared. Um, so really putting in the work to do your research, to, you know, to come to class every day, ready to, to speak about a certain issue, um, to go to work, having your your research done. I think it's super important to, to be able to, to be confident. And I think that a lot of that just stems from preparation and being ready for any kind of question that you may get.
0: Well, Carla, thank you so much for your time. And thank you for being a Pathmaker and for joining us here at U Collective. And uh, we look forward to seeing many of your success and impacts around the community here. Great. Thank you so much, Joyce. Thanks for the time.